What is up, you guys? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Stan Christian Podcast. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I honestly am. Um, Eli has a fantastic description of the show, and I will hand the mic over to him. He always for does this. this. He's like, hey, I'll start the episode, but yeah. you got to finish my intro. <laughs> um, welcome to the Stan Christian Podcast. We're a small, not very sophisticated talk show. We talk about becoming Christian, being Christian, and staying Christian. We talk about all sorts of other things because we're just not very good at staying on track but we (laughs) mostly come back to that um what we want to do is encourage you um in your christian life talk about being christians if you're not one so that you see what we're really about Uh, hopefully we cut through the The static the static interwebs but anyways thank you for being here i'm eli chamley that's gavin hobbs we're gonna hop right in I was at Walmart again. I love how you start your segments. <laughs> I was at Walmart. <laughs> I always have interesting experiences at Walmart. Hey, what can I say? We live in a small town. True. So it's pretty yeah, small. We were, uh, yeah, it's just, a, it's, I checked the population actually when I moved back from California here and um, the population has gone down. I'm pretty sure. What? <laughs> I think so. I'd have to double check that, but I was just like kind of, it was just kind of funny. Anyways. Went to Walmart tonight, and um, I had to go buy some propane because I live in a little cabin, and we ran out of propane. We have a stove that runs off it. So you guys can probably already guess. This is story time with Uncle Gabe segment. <laughs> I love story time. <laughs> um, but I was at Walmart, and I went and prepaid for the propane, then went outside, and I had to wait for someone to come unlock it. And uh, it took... I was out there for like 15 minutes on my phone just waiting in the cold for someone to come unlock it. No one came, hmm. so I went back in and I was like, "Hey, uh, how long am I supposed to wait until <laughs> until I get propane? How long until I can just go home right. and be refunded?" Exactly, and um, the lady's like, "Oh, uh, let me go check." So she went and checked and came back. She had the wrong key, so she had to go back and get a different key and come back. But this lady, like when I was walking in, she was one of the. Um, uh, like greeting people mm. You wouldn't have guessed it But you just see this person You just think Okay Walmart employee You right. know Let me just put that label on them This is just an employee Yeah And then She was helping me unlock this And I hear these kids Yelling at us It's like Hey Hey you. And she looks up And she's like Oh hello there and Like hey grandma She's like uh-huh. so Those are my grandkids They were waiting for her To get off her shift I think In the car Right out That's in the parking sweet. lot and it's just like, for me, the lesson was, she was a super nice lady, you know? And I was just like, hey, sorry for the inconvenience and that you had to be out here in the cold because she's barely got anything on. I had a coat. Yeah. And um, she's like, oh, no problem. But it's just like, for me, what my lesson was that I was kind of saw was like, there was this person mm-hmm. that I previously didn't see. I just had put yeah. like a little label on them and just kind of fogged them over in my mind because I was in Walmart to do a mission. But like, I, I guess have a mission. Right, it's right, propane. right. But I guess it was for me. It was just like this. There's this person here. Yeah. And there's these people all around. And she ended up being super nice. I don't. I don't know. Except I was just kind of amazed that I got to be a part of someone else's life for mm-hmm. what little amount of time I was. And I don't know. It's yeah. just like, hey, these employees. They're not just employees. Yeah. They're humans. I mean, I'm an employee somewhere. Right. Does somebody just see me as that? Right. You know? 
Right, and I'm pretty sure there's some like stupid cliche stuff about not just a human, not just a person. You Hashtag know what I mean? Not just an employee. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like it's stupid, but for me it was just like, hey, this person is a person yeah, yeah. right here, and there's a they're all around us. I don't know if there's anything like super godly or Christian-y to say yeah. about that, except I just just felt like Yeah, there's a person here. So I heard something and it applied to me very directly, um, and I thought I'd share it with you. Good, good, good. I think good. I, I'm going to preface by saying, in no way am I perfect to this fact, and I've honestly had some of the toughest times this these last few weeks, but it's kind of about tribulation and going through things, like uh, going through sin and that kind of stuff, and just we, we like the way we do it. Not, not like, oh, let's shift the focus from seeing it as bad. I'm not saying that. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I saw this thing, and this guy was saying that for the longest time, the hardest time he's had with going through sin was because he kept going, God, I hate that I do this. I hate that I do this. Instead of saying, God, I love you more than this. And I don't know about you, but that just that hit me when I heard it because in a way in a way you're putting it on Jesus like he asks us to Mm -hmm. you know instead of still trying to be the one that shoulders everything like um, I've got to do this because it's my duty and if I don't then I'm a horrible person it's like yes sure sure you're a horrible person (laughs) but like you're putting it on God because you know you love him more. You're, you're, you love him more. This is why you don't choose it. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah, you're taking responsibility on yourself rather than putting it on someone else. Saying, "Oh, he told me to do this and I failed." No, you're saying, "I love him more yeah. than this sin. Therefore, I will overcome right. it because now it's an inequality that I have control over." Kind mm-hmm. of, you know? Yeah. It, it's not just someone else controlling you. It's you taking control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes makes total sense. Yeah, I I was reading uh, in the Bible before. <laughs> no kidding! Wow. <laughs> and I thought this verse kind of applied. I was reading in Psalm thirty one, Psalm thirty one seven. And I'll just read a few of these verses. Gee, whipping out I the won't, Bible, I won't bog you down. With it. I won't bog you down. But oh, it's, dear. Um, it says, "I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you've seen my affliction, you've known the distress of my soul, and have not delivered me into the hand of my enemy." Um, and then uh, there was another one I really liked, but I didn't uh, didn't highlight it. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies. Um, basically saying, you know, you've seen how bad I can be. You know, you've seen me. You mm-hmm. have seen me, every part of me, not just the goodness that I portray that I want you to like, you know. Because God knows when we're trying and he can see when we're faking it. Mm-hmm. You know, he sees every part of us and still loves us. Right. Which is amazing. Yep. But also, he's not just leaving you there at that. You know, he's he's taking you out of it. Right. And, you know, you've got to, you've got to just, not you've got to, but I'm saying... I don't know. Finish this for me. I'm stumbling. No, 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 no. It makes sense that, yeah, you're, yeah. 
I feel like you pretty much put it exactly. He rescues you from it by showing you, like, because when Jesus says, love the Lord God first. Yeah. You know, if you love God more than the problems you're, like, the stuff you want Mm -hmm. that you know is a sin, then it's easier than just saying, oh, God told me to do it, so I shouldn't. Right. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah, and I'm not just, saying this to be like, "Hey, you guys got to do this." I don't know that it's necessarily quote easier. No, you know? it's it's but still it's, hard. It's uh, it's more of a now the it's ball's a in your focus. field. Yeah. Instead of you were told to do something, you chose to do something. Yeah. You know, because of your love for him, like mm-hmm. like we've always said, you know, it it becomes less of a um a a chore and more of a yeah. relationship. You're choosing that mm-hmm. relationship over something else right which is your sin your it's, selfishness it's kind of what we talked about about servanthood before here i am saying a, all this and i i definitely have issues with this i'm not just saying you just no. need to choose this you guys right. that's just what i'm saying this. Is, <laughs> i i've had trouble with this specifically <laughs> this these is, last two weeks yeah specifically these last two weeks and this thing came up and the guy said you know saying god i love you more than this instead of god i hate myself for this and I just can't seem to get anything right. God knows you can't get stuff right. He knows that about us. But, and I'm just, I'm saying that to me too, because I've had to deal with this. And it's saying, God, I love you more than this. And you give it up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm saying that like it's so easy. <laughs> but, right. You know, I don't know. I but thought, it, I has, thought it has to be done as a Christian. Right. It has to be done. I thought it was a very good perspective on how we deal with our tribulations and the things we yeah. suffer through. Yep. You know, there's a lot more than just personal sin, but like actual afflictions mm-hmm. that we go, I love you more than choosing what's selfish for myself. Yeah. You know, anyways, maybe that was too long winded, but I thought it was, that's good. I thought it was good. So helped me. I hope it helps you. This is your weekly Acts segment. Welcome back. It's going to be a short one this week because I read Acts 3, and quite honestly, I wasn't, like, astounded or anything. It's like, pretty short. It, it's, it's short. I actually ended up reading Acts 4 because it just felt like the story was left open-ended at the end of Acts 3. But um, anyways, I want to keep this thing short because, honestly, there's no need to drag this out. <laughs> There's no need for me to just blabber my tongue and fill you guys up with, like, I don't know, me. Anyways, in this chapter, Peter heals a lame dude that's sitting by. They always talk about the be- the gate that is called beautiful. The beautiful gate. It's interesting that they point Isn't that, that out Bethsaida? so much. What? Isn't that Bethsaida? Uh, I have no clue. Like the fountain at Bethsaida or something like that? It may be. Um, yeah, and it's by the porch that is called Solomon's. I think I actually remember a story, like, hearing historical accounts about this place. Isn't that mm-hmm. the pool where an angel came well, out of it, and whoever got in the pool first was healed? Yeah, right? or something like that. Yeah, and so that's it why it was so, um, like, significant, that area. Yeah, so when people were afflicted with diseases or disabilities, they would flock there and wait to be the first one in. It was, like, at a certain time every day, right? Or every week or something? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Anyways, um, there's that uh, dude that was lame, and Peter looks him in the eye. This was this was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. He said, it looks him in the eye, 
Wait a minute. Hang on a sec. I lost this. What so the heck? when Gavin was mentioning this to me earlier, <laughs> he was talking about how there wasn't anything significant in this chapter. And I said, well, there kind of is, dude, because this is the first time Peter, you know, without anybody, without Jesus, On is Earth healing anymore. someone, yeah. you know, because they don't have Jesus with them. And Jesus isn't doing the healing. Right. There, there, we said there were a few accounts where like they were supposed to go cast out demons and then they came back and they said, hey, we weren't able to cast this one out. Right. And I, really... I think they may have done some healings as well. Really? I want to say that they may have done some. Okay. They performed acts and miracles, maybe. I, I don't know for sure. I had to hmm. go back and look. I'm not like but a historian. This or is anything. the first time in Acts they've healed somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Like once they've received the Spirit of God. Um, but yeah, it says Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. You know, I was thinking of that stupid movie. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. <laughs> it's like, he's like, look at me. And then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I, no. such as I have, such I as I have, you. I give thee. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So, I don't know. It was cool. I don't like what's this the, music that's playing. What's the so. second part of that chapter about? Um, the second, well, basically, they take Peter in um, because the Sadducees and Pharisees were like, you just healed somebody. On the Sabbath day? And uh, I don't think it was on the Sabbath day. No. And that was the Jesus thing. You just healed people and you're talking about this um, Jesus person that mm -hmm. everyone knows is a false prophet, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, you're healing him in the name of this guy, which is against um, the Jew religion, yeah, Jews. you know. Um, and so anyways, they take him in and they're like, don't do this. Um, and they ended up. Peter received the Holy Spirit and said, yo, you guys, I'm not going to stop talking about this because this yeah. is real. I'm literally not preaching. I'm telling what happened to me. Yeah. You know, and that was that was cool to me. But that's in that's in chapter four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they get they get taken in because peek. they were chapter four. <laughs> because they were uh, performing a miracle in the yeah. name of um, someone who they believe to be a false prophet. Yeah. And. I don't think they were flogged or anything, but um, yeah. it was the first time they were taken in custody. For the, it was like start, back. starting off the Christianity strong right away, healing yeah. somebody, and then for that healing, they get stuck in prison. Mm -hmm. You know, that do be how it goes. <laughs> that do be how it be sometimes. That is how it be sometimes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Anyways, um, it was interesting to me. First miracle. They get stuck in prison, you know, mm -hmm. and um, everybody knows immediately. And a bunch of people were added to the numbers as well that day. It was another thing that was interesting. It's like, of course, all these people turned away and went towards him. And I love, I think I loved chapter four. I'm going to say this because I really liked it. He's like, we're not preaching. We're telling what happened to us. Yeah, the testimony. This is literally our testimony. Mm -hmm. So it, it was just super cool because it was real for them. Right. And it wasn't just something fake they were handing out. It wasn't just something they heard. Yeah, it was real. So, anyways, that is it. Told you guys I'd keep it short, and here I am blabbering. So, you can go ahead and write me and tell me how I'm wrong. Get out your phones I'll probably, right yep. now. Pull them write out of your pockets. Email, send me a DM. Just start the draft. Call my cell phone. 
everything you want to do. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about a thought experiment kind of thing. And I it have might, no clue it, what he's about to say, by the way. You it guys. might overstep some theology or something. I may disagree with you. It, you might. But when I was a boy, when I was a wee boy, I, I would really think about the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament in the Bible. And I would think about, okay, what happened to all the people before Christ's atonement? And I would say, I would think to my, I was like, okay, were they saved? Did they go to heaven? You know, was it only, oh, yeah. was it only the prophets? Am, yeah. Am I the only one that thought about oh, that? Oh no, I thought about, I was like, what happened to the, where did they go? Right. <laughs> like, I, I would wonder that all the time. Oh yeah. And so a little bit ago we were talking about, and I'm sure, I'm sure I thought about this way before we talked about it, but we were talking about how God is outside of space and time. And I started thinking about how Jesus is part of God, obviously. So outside of space and time, does the atonement just span all of the Old Testament? Say it a bit. I I don't know. I do know I've heard a theory or something that's probably biblically backed. Something about um, when God was gone, when Jesus was gone that first time, like what was it? After he was put in the grave, you know, mm-hmm. and then he was gone for a little while, um, that he went back. Went back go, in time. Went into hell or went into that holding space for these souls. The I don't know. Yeah. And I guess collected mm. those people and brought them to heaven or something. There was, I've heard that theory. I don't, I don't know. That's kind of the picture that I kind of hold loosely in my mind right, right. now. Because same. It's, it's just I'm holding like, this loose. I'm not saying this is exactly what happened or anything. I'm just, I've thought about this a lot. Yeah, same. And this is some of the stuff I wanted why. to talk about when I first started the podcast. Is like, there's stuff that I've thought about that I'm like, this is really interesting to me. Right. Um, and when, when I'm thinking about this, I'm also thinking about some of the concepts like we're made perfect in Christ now. You know, everything that was uh, beh- that's behind you. Uh, Christ has dealt with that and Christ has promised to be with you in the future you know but Mm -hmm. then I'm thinking about God and how he's not in time he doesn't see time like we do they've they've mentioned that I think it's been mentioned a lot right you know where we don't see things the same way and um yeah which if you guys are movie nerds like me Interstellar has a fantastic like picture of how that could kind of go about because people say the fourth dimension is time and um, he kind of messes, he gets put into this three-dimensional world that allows him to interact Spoilers, with Spoilers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you guys have not seen Interstellar by Christopher <laughs> Nolan, it is my favorite. Okay, it's really close to my favorite movie. It's like it's that and movie. Monsters, Inc. are my two top movies. <laughs> I'm serious. Dead serious here. Now you know Wally, everything about Gabe. Wally's like a, it's a close third. Wally's Wally's awesome incredible. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Interstellar, they um, do place him in this. It's really hard to understand the movie sometimes. For some people, they're just like, I hate it. I don't understand it, which makes sense. I had to have someone explain it to me for me to understand it. But they get put in this three-dimensional um, space that allows him to interact with this three-dimensional body with the fourth dimension time mm-hmm. put into like this weird tesseract it was it was really cool it was just 
yeah. like this whoa maybe this is how it works right of course we can never know because we're only three-dimensional right. beings and i always tell myself that when we finally get to heaven hopefully god will like have a sit down with me <laughs> yes. and i'll be able to like ask all the questions but then i remember I'm not really worthy to ask all the questions, so I shouldn't like make a point in my mind to be like, hey, God, please answer all these questions. <laughs> but um, the other thing, I think I've talked about this before, and this is another movie, um, Arrival. Yeah. And so spoilers, spoilers if you haven't yeah. seen that, but you should see that. Another good movie. One of another those. great movie. Um, has, a, has a picture of time that I thought oh, was yeah. wicked. Yeah, that was a cool picture. And... Um, I'm like, maybe God sees time this way. I think I mentioned that in a, in a yeah, segment like this. Yeah, you did. Yep. But, yeah. I don't know. I think, I personally kind of think that's how it works, where the atonement spans that mm-hmm. and covers them. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I mentioned something about that. But yeah. I'm not. Maybe I'm missing a verse. Maybe. maybe I don't you know. Guys, you guys, you yell knowledgeable at me, listeners, yell at me if I'm let wrong. Let us know. I, I want to be humble if you guys are... There's honestly probably something on Google. We just haven't even looked it up. Yeah, I'm probably just spouting <laughs> stuff. Anyway, I'm just thinking, because I'm a young guy, I think a lot. I have a lot of time to think. Yeah. Anyway. Bye-bye. Thoughts with Eli. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was talking to Eli about some things. I can't even fully remember what it was. But it was, like... Yeah, I don't even remember. The point is, it's Eli said some <laughs> convicting stuff to me. Oh, um, I uh, said it because I was convicted too. It was, it it was just how it was. We were right. having a conversation as you should as, when you have brothers. Right. So, anyways, what he said was essentially, you know, well, he said this for himself. He was like, "Yeah, there were some th- questions in my life that certain people that I care deeply about were asking me, like, what, do you, why do you believe that? You know, yeah. that are quote." non-christian and he had to like well let me actually check let me figure out for myself why i believe this because i need a better answer than just because god said so in some of these areas yeah i'm not saying that's always i mean that's enough for me right right, but for talking to somebody like that somebody specifically like i'm talking to right it's not enough because god isn't credible to them yet Mm -hmm. and so for me to just say god said so or this other christian guy it seems to be a bad thing, so right. that's why, <laughs> right. you know. But so what I was saying was, I need to make a more concerted effort, and I think I have recently mm-hmm. made a more concerted effort of finding out what we believe, why we believe it, right. and what to say to people when they ask. Not so I can pull out my little book and be like, "Oh, you, you see," and preach <laughs> at them. It's, Let me just tell you. It's more religion. like if, because if they're genuinely asking the question why shouldn't we be prepared to answer that? Right. Especially if we're really passionate about what we're doing, you know? Yeah. And so I, I, for a while I was really pushing the mere Christianity book and I said it some on here, but Mm -hmm. Lewis goes through what we believe, why we believe it. He explains sort of his outline for why he believes God exists in like the first uh, book part of that. It's a very short book. So I make, I make it sound like it's this massive book. Yeah, it is pretty small, but and so I, I was pushing it because when I read it, I was like, here's my foundational why we believe these things. And I was like, now I don't have to rely on so-and-so smart, so yep. they must be credible. Or, it's, you know, I heard it somewhere, so it must be true. Now it's, yeah. here's the verses it's tied to. Here's, here's what Jesus said about it. 
Lewis sets it up in a way that you feel like you learn it and then almost own it because he sets it up with pictures and metaphors, yeah. which is really cool. So yeah, like like that's what I feel like for me. I kind of am failing at doing is like, oh, just that's just the way it is. It's like sometimes, like I feel like that's good and all mm. because Jesus said it. I'm not going to discount that, but mm. like sometimes that's not enough and you got to own it. You know, why is right. this? Why do you actually believe this? What are some of the things behind it? You know, like when uh, Peter explained things in Acts, he actually gave this whole chronological, chronological like he referenced history. He referenced yeah. this logic and all this stuff. Like he wasn't just saying, you just killed God. He was like, no, like this was prophesied about. Yeah. We talked about this. Like he's building this whole logical argument around it, actually. Mm -hmm. So like, why, why aren't we doing that as well? Yeah. Like, you know, like there's the common question, um, I feel like I should be um, prepared for, which I kind of feel like I am. I could probably could use more work. Like, why do bad things happen to good people? Mm -hmm. You know, why do bad things happen to Christians? You know, like, right. why, why should I choose this life if just everyone gets dealt this hand of fate? You know, right. people, people think that, you know, like we need to have an answer for that instead of just like kind of floating along. It's like, man, because like, God. Yeah, that's a good point, but I don't know. Let well, me go ask. Okay. So I'm saying we, I need to have an answer yeah. for that, you know? Um, because, because if I'm just blundering along, just saying, just because mm -hmm. like, then wow, you don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand then it. You don't understand. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that takes away from the power of it in the end. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, there yeah. was something else insightful I was going to say about that. And I can't remember it. So <laughs> you guys well, have to live with that. So, so yeah, basically what we're saying is we've been looking at this, working through it, trying to be better with it. And I, I, I think it's an important thing to learn. I think what, okay, this is what I was going to say. What it comes down to for me is instead of basing my beliefs off what some other person said, I'm basing my beliefs off of actually what I believe and what I experience and what I have gone after. Mm -hmm. You know, your beliefs are based off of your own experiences. You can only perceive, you can only understand what you perceive really, yeah. you know? Um, your what you perceive there's a quote is based off of your experiences. Yeah, you know, and sometimes you got to go after those experiences to understand. I mean, things. for example, I, I I didn't know much about any world wars or whatever a while ago, and so I, I took some time and been like, okay, what actually happened when? So I had a better understanding of it all. So then after I did that, I better understood the stuff that was written in that time period, mm -hmm. uh, the way society was at that time. Mm -hmm. And I better understood everything else because of that. And right. that's, it's good to find your foundation in Christ and not have it in someone else. Because I was telling Gavin, I was like, you can't, I wasn't saying you can't do this, <laughs> but I was like, eventually you can't just rely on somebody's else, somebody else's faith. Right. Yeah. You have to have your own Yeah. because I will let Gavin down. I will do something. Man, that I actually just did this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do Bible study. Yeah, I slept in. Guess who slept um, in? My uh, fault. It, and I told top, them, top. I was like, this is my fault. <laughs> but eventually... I was hoping for a burnt offering. For you? You didn't provide that. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. It's like, <laughs> But that's my point is, yeah, no man is an island, but you got to have an island, I guess. Suppose. Well, you got to... You gotta have an island for the rest of the friends to join you on, you know? True. You know. <laughs> can't we, just be on a floaty out in the ocean. You can't just be one island 
but you can't not be in an uh, arpeggio, or not arpeggio, or archipelago. Right. I don't know. This metaphor is quickly breaking down. But nonetheless, know. you got to have your own foundation, and mm-hmm. and that at least you know. And that's I think that's what I'm realizing is I need to go after these things and not just rely on other people to explain things for me and just say just because this person said it or because this is what I've always think. You know. Yeah. Some maybe that's part of uh, the preaching and the showing that to other people as well. You know, I mean that's what Peter did. Mm-hmm. So. That's all. That's that's me uh, saying this is what I need to do. Yeah. And I'm working on that. You are listening to the Staying Christian Podcast. I was your co-host, Gavin Hobbs. And I was the other co-host, Eli Chamley. You always do this so weird, Gavin. I do do it weird. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to switch things up, and I, I, I hate things being the same sometimes. I want, I want change. I want it to feel like we're innovating. Even though sometimes it feels like we aren't. Well, now now they're gonna know we're trying to innovate, and maybe that's good. Now it's not gonna seem like it's just happening out of darn our it. own talents. Now it's an inception. Now people know ring and all circle. our secrets. Yeah, darn. Anyways, if you guys want to contact us, we're on most social platforms at Staying Christian, except on Twitter, where we're staying Christian because <laughs> they wouldn't let us have the G, <laughs> that final uh, syllable. Anyways, I'm Gavin Hobbs. I'm Eli Chamley. Stay real. Stay Christian, guys. Bye. Bye. High fives all around. Whoosh, whoosh. As, uh, as, Thank you guys. I was wondering as, uh, if you liked it. Pasta <laughs> I put in the face like a boss. And that's all around. What the heck? I'll see you, you dudes. So you got a glimpse of him when he said his favorite movies were Monsters Inc. Yeah, and Stellar. That's, yeah. that's just the tip of the iceberg, that's just baby. The- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right out, dude. Straight on. When you're trying to cut and there's the mm-hmm right like... in the way. <laughs> let me just cut this part. Yeah, let me just... Silence it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've done that. If you did. Yeah. If you just skip to this it, part, it's skip. shame on you. <laughs> Don't skip around the podcast. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> That's so naughty. <laughs> naughty, naughty. You're teasing me. <laughs> you're very bad. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's end this. Finish this puppy up. Let's get out of here.